Hello and welcome to This Contains Garlic. You are here with your host, Georgia Garlic and... Mark Garlic. We are back for episode 21. I have to say, I'm feeling a little bit inconsistent with podcasts currently. Um, obviously, the last podcast we did, we disclosed that the whole business is changing mm. and the Arrow Club will be no longer in a matter of weeks. Mm. It's just been... So much work, more work than I think most people would think, trying to change a whole business that's run really well for the past few years yeah. and then changing absolutely everything to be under new soak-up vibes. So I think that's probably why I'm feeling a bit inconsistent with the podcast. Yeah, we've had to pretty much create everything from scratch again. <laughs> again. Um, all the branding, all the content, everything has changed, so... Yeah, it's exciting though because I think that we've got so much change. Like, I, I like I'm very excited to be able to go down the journey. I guess it's which... one of those things when you change one thing, then you realise you've got to change a whole bunch of other things. So once you start down one path, you realise that there's about a hundred other different things that you need to do. Yeah, like I actually had to buy like a new pad so I could put my new checklist, and it's like four pages mm. long. And I swear there's like four things ticked off. Um, and you're just like, when is this all going to be done? And actually, like if you run your own business or you're, you know, you do the runnings every day, you'll understand just how many like bits and pieces mm. like that come together that like, you just don't think about at the start when you're like, oh, I'm going to change the whole business. That's a good idea. And then you're like, oh, fuck, like, that actually requires me to do X, Y, and Z. And you realise that every email, every everything changes. Mm. So it's definitely one of those things that I hope in the next coming weeks we um, will be a little bit more consistent with the podcast, talk about lots of different topics, and we obviously are hoping... In fact, if anyone who listens to this episode is a professional in the likes of um, marriage counselling, love and relationships, sex, intimacy, finance within couples, then get in contact with us because we're wanting to mm. do podcasts um, specifically related to couples also um, about managing or just, I guess, digging a little bit deeper into those topics it's quite interesting, I think, especially when you're... Yeah, it's always good to have uh, respective professionals in their own right uh, giving advice. Yeah, advice. And I just think having a chat and also getting to... I guess you probably then would get to know us a little bit more because we'd be going into the personal sides of things like that, like talking about sex, Mark. Um, Jeez, I hope my mother's not listening. No, obviously we Or your not. mother. Well, yeah, well, we just know that they are listening, so it's going to be something which will be X-rated only fans. X-rated. <laughs> um, anyway, so in the space of us actually doing the last podcast and doing this podcast, we've already got a new prime minister in Britain. So um, and we've had like five by the time this yeah. has come out. <laughs> oh no, I've got, I've got. I just think we just need to actually just get somebody to do something. Um, I just actually saw the news before starting this podcast that. Okay, actually, let's. Well, today we're going to talk about confidence, and I guess we're going to delve deep into not only our own issues that we've had with confidence, but also just how we've helped clients overcome confidence, you know, com you know, issues with confidence and getting the courage to do things. But on that note, I did, did just see that Liz Trust thinks that in the last forty-nine days she's achieved significant positivity to Britain. I was like. She if she can have confidence, that. yeah, of course she's she, on her yeah, farewell. She, uh, she said that the... she'd made significant 
Change, like has, positive yeah. changes. She's fucked everything. <laughs> like literally. Um, I think it's quite. It's she. It's just very evident that you know, reality is very subjective. You know, people are clearly. She's clearly got a very different view on, you know, destroying the UK economy. In well, you know, hopefully it gets to pick up because I've got, I've got, I've got faith that Rishi will just pull through for at least till twenty twenty four, and then God knows what the fuck will happen. I don't think we can even plan a month in advance in life at the moment, let alone like. Two, if you could three have, uh, if you could put anybody as prime minister, or uh, who would you, who would you choose? Anybody, oh. any any person, um, anyone. Like Jonah Hill or something. <laughs> Jonah Hill. I, it would probably be like one of my favourite Just acts. so that he could roast other presidents. Either that or we've brought a Carl Pilkington before. I love Carl Pilkington. Ricky Gervais. Oh, he'd be far too inappropriate, actually. That's yeah, definitely. Um, that's a good question. He'd have some classic. You know what I'm on. actually really fucked off about, though, with this British politics? It's like... Every woman that has come into power has managed to fuck it up, and we're not like that. We are really, I'm a strong... really possible. We've got so many possibilities as women, and yet the two. I'm, just I've, I'm under great... the strong opinion that Theresa May didn't really fuck anything up. She was just handed a shit sandwich. Anybody would have fucked Brexit up I because think we nobody. We need somebody with a bit of pizzazz. Do you know what I mean? I just think we need a woman who. Women should not be defined by this in any way. So don't think this is like vain of some sort. Just a well blow dried, a few lash like, extensions. Yeah, like <laughs> like we need uh, nice Margaret sexy Thatcher. clothes. Not sexy because that's not only fans. But you <clears> know what I mean? Something that like complements a woman's physique, looks powerful, and they arrive in a Lamborghini. <laughs> arrive in a Lamborghini. <laughs> like because at the moment I just feel like they just get dulled down. I know the prime minister is not about this sort of sexy like Jessica Rabbit physique, you know, being like that. But I just think it would help having somebody that was again confident in the way that they looked, so they stood confidently what about, as well. Uh, having the Rock as uh, prime minister. Oh no, I honestly I can't stand him. I'm sorry. I'm really going to make a big statement here. I just can't understand why people's idol is the Rock. Because he's hinge. That's all. Yes, because he's on huge amounts of performance-enhancing drugs. Yeah, and he's, he travels with a full fucking gym because he's like a multi-billionaire. Like, if you could travel with a full multi-billionaire... I bet he's got a trainer as well, doesn't he? No, no? he would have do it himself, I'd hope. Oh, I'd fucking hope so. It'd just be a bit embarrassing. No, actually, no, I'd still have a coach, actually. Yeah. Just be told what to do and just be pushed really fucking hard. Yeah, a lot of uh, celebrities have uh, full-time strength coaches, so... Obviously, Mark, we would know. <clears throat> uh, <no>. um, <laughs> but who no. else? Who else could? Uh, who else could we have? Um, I'm like really struggling here. I no, don't have really much struggling. faith in any ha- humanity. Any uh, intellectual individuals that? Uh, uh, oh, like Louis Theroux, maybe. Yeah, Louis Theroux. Um, David Attenborough. He's a he's a bit long in the tooth, but. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh no, that's next. Don't say. No, <laughs> don't jinx them. Don't jinx it. Um, oh, I'd say there's like not that many. There's not that many viable candidates. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of people that think they could run for. What about? Um, I don't know about you, but if you've ever met people that actually work for the government, they're a bit odd. 
<laughs> yeah, I think we've also summarised the fact they're a bit fucking weird as well. Like, I don't know, like, remember Matt Hancock? <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, imagine that, getting, his, uh, imagine your whole career crumbling his after interview all of that shit. with uh, Stephen Bartlett had to be the Venus. most comical thing I have ever seen and just a very true representation of what it's actually like working for the establishment, which is... People put in places that are not qualified to to be in those. Apparently, places. he had a stylist for that thing because it was like he was stylist. wearing like a half zip cashmere sweater, some good sort of cut jeans and white trainers oh, to try and be at one with Steve. He is honestly just the cringiest individual I've ever come across. That I just whole think it's. Like, with, I think we should all just get over the, the fact way he that like grab that poor woman's bum. You know, and then oh my God, but they're basically in love, cheating Mark. on his wife, saying not that they're in love. Like, come on, mate. Okay, Mark, but did you not cheat on your girlfriend before we got together? Yes, I did. Okay, there we go. So let's not be judgmental of other people in the sense of that. That's very true, George. Like, that I could take be true love. And okay. I know it's like, oh, well, he had children. The way he that, was but... groping that woman looked very... Uh, very much like lo- you. Very loving. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> So that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't say that you're the most suave guy. I would say I'm you're pretty... You're like the least... I'm pretty romantic, though. I would say that no, I'm... No, you uh, make... No, you're not. You're quite vulgar, actually, the way that you speak to me. I'm just very direct. You, Yeah, but which is weird, because you're not really like that in anybody, in anybody, with anybody else. In the oh, jeez, I'd hope not. <laughs> if I was saying very inappropriate things to other people, I think you'd be quite upset. But do you agree with cheating? Um, do I agree with it? No, but sometimes it just happens. Oh my God. I would say I, I don't agree with treating, but I would understand sometimes why it would happen. Yeah, so I like, think there's there got to be context anomalies. behind it. Yeah, like, like, oh Having yeah, obviously an affair condoning because, like, cheating is never a, never a good thing, but... You know, if you okay, love Mark, each other, are you then... having a moment there? You remember? Yeah, well, I did. I did. No, obviously, I did. Uh, on my uh, ex girlfriend, she listens to the podcast. No, <laughs> definitely <laughs> not. Um, yeah, I cheated on her with Georgia. What can I say? Yeah, yeah I, I would say I subconsciously knew that Mark had Yeah, well, you definitely subconsciously knew. Like, you definitely knew. And you didn't... Yeah, guess uh, what I did? I ended know, the relationship of the guy that I was seeing well in advance of knowing that you would yeah, then grow me in the Knowing that I'm far superior to any other male What, within my radius? Yeah, obviously. I am... Well, actually, going off of that, let's talk about confidence then. Because Mark seems to have a lot of it. So tell me, yeah. when was, I guess, first of all, before mm. we actually go into confidence on either side, Okay. I very much think that confidence is something that is actually, mm, it, I guess you have certain confidence in certain areas of your life because yeah. it kind of masks other areas in your life where you're not so confident in but I also think mm-hmm. that confidence really only is something that you can feel when you've had the courage to step over a line or a hurdle to then I guess do something so again going back to what we've spoken about before in podcasts where it's like mm. making that action so it removes any kind of doubt like mm. for example I'll give a very vague example of yes. 
I don't like going to the gym because I'm not confident in the gym because I don't think I feel like people stare at me. Okay. And then making the decision that you're going to overcome that, have the courage to go to the gym. And then once you're one, two sessions in, you mm. fa- you begin to feel confident More because confident. You're, you're feeling like you've actually got a routine in place and you feel like you've stepped over that hurdle. Now, I guess confidence mainly what I feel like we should speak about mm. today is body image because that is something that drives people daily and i think both of us have have and still do struggle with Mm. with body confidence in the sense of actually being happy with what you've either created or what you've achieved or how you are as a human being so based off of that when do you think you were your most confident in your life so far mark do you think it was pulling me or do you think <laughs> <laughs> um i guess confidence there's so many different aspects of confidence that you can be confident in one specific area and then lack confidence in other areas so does that really make you truly confident Mm, no not really no so like when have you ever come across somebody that is come across we've got two varying personalities uh, varying opinions on confidence like i've met confident people but upon further investigation it's the confidence radiates from a not a negative place but from a place where there's overcompensation Um, And maybe just because I've dealt with the vast majority of people in a gym environment and very few people are actually truly confident in that environment that, you know, I would almost go as far to say say that I I don't think I've really truly met a very confident individual in every aspect. Well, there's obviously things that I'm not confident in, so I can't necessarily... You know, in these very small sections of my life where I feel truly confident, obviously one being the gym, uh, but I wouldn't necessarily say that I always consistently feel confident. Like the the gym that we used to train at, that we've now left. Oh yeah, let's just do a side note there. I wouldn't say I was confident in that environment. I hated that gym. And if you're listening to this and anyone who goes to that gym... Please stop sending me text messages for saying my accounts in arrears because it's not. Yeah, it's like we don't go there anymore. And like I don't appreciate the... No, honestly, I'll just tell you. We we, we did a text saying that you're going to... Anyway, we the reason we left was because I'd brought us up brought up on a podcast before, which I actually got quite a lot of feedback from from people that listen about the girl who was like the ring girl. Like she just was fucking mm. just awful to be around. And she was just that epitome of like a school bully. And we'll definitely get into bullying later because I think that's gonna be linked to confidence, especially on my side. Um but I just hated the environment. Like, and I am somebody which knows what I'm doing in the gym. Like I've been doing it for years, you know, yeah. I'm not somebody that's not very strong. Like I very much thrive in strength training. That's something I'm very good at and confident in. Mm. Um, and I fucking hated that environment so much that I actually didn't want to go to the gym. Mm. Um, and that is absurd for both of us to not want to go to the gym because it's just something that we find sanity in i just think there's something about the gym for me where i i genuinely think i would be classified as insane if i didn't go to the gym 
I don't know how I would have ever been able to control my emotions, my issues. You would find an, another outlet for yeah, it, like, whether like it be I, smoking I did before, drugs, or drugs, alcohol, or alcohol, smoking. Or, you know, X, Y, and Z. But, you know, where would you say that you were confident in that environment, in that gym environment? I wouldn't say that I was particularly confident um, at all. Yeah, but going off of also the fact that, like, we mentioned this right at the start when we said, oh, we found this amazing gym that looks really good, but it's Mm. just full of twats. Um, (laughs) When we first went into that gym... Do you not remember the guy that was like British strongest man or something fucking ridiculous? And he yeah. was hench as fuck. Like, yeah, let's yeah, not lie. Yeah, he was yeah, hench. Yeah, yeah. He was and like, so. Mark was at the beginning of just, we, we went on a little bit of a personal progress journey. And I think just being in an environment with people where you're like around that, I don't, yeah, I don't feel necessarily confident in sometimes my physique even you know what I mean I just I think there's a number of things where you're just like oh fuck that person's so much stronger than me and then you start to be like oh yeah oh that's sad I thought I was really strong (laughs) yeah and it's not an issue like I don't mind being around people that are better than me like at certain things or yeah I just I I just just struggle to I just struggle to um you know name me a confident person like no, I would disagree. Used to, I used to work in property. Yeah, but we used. To, yeah, I guess that. But and then, some of those men. But there are certain there are certain things that is the confidence coming from, I guess confidence and and like arrogance slash ignorance can also go hand. Okay, going to make a big statement here because you never see, and I've rarely seen, apart from barring outside of Harrods, okay, in London, which is tends to be. I guess, segregated to the very wealthy mm. and the, you know, the, like, we always used to say that when we worked in Chelsea and, like, ran, you know, that, like, it's just full of people that, like, you're never going to see, like, a really overweight person in Chelsea or, like, you're just not going to see it. It's just not that kind of environment. Same with Knightsbridge. Anyway, I've never seen mm. getting out of a red Ferrari a man that's, like, looks like he might not just die of, like, high blood pressure to some degree. And I think that is like, so I know many men and I have worked with men as mm. well who use money as a way of masking either what they look like or how they feel within themselves. Exactly. And so it's that kind of thing of like fake confidence, like arriving somewhere in a red Ferrari with like a large Rolex on your wrist is their way of showing that they've got money or confidence in the sense that they've got some kind of nice lifestyle, materialistic, mm. so that you kind of subconsciously, their their insecurities are not highlighted. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't... I think I've seen a lot of people do it, like where they mask their insecurities and oh, as yeah. well, you also money s- confidence. Yeah, financially. Well, there's a lot of you know confident when it comes to a, a, as well as social media where people can post certain things or act a certain way for a reel or you know a couple of stories and then be super super insecure about every aspect of their life yeah I'm not gonna lie about it like I find it really strange because I've always known I've always known my clients to exactly who they are yeah, if you've ever worked with me or what, you continue work yeah, with me you'll know that we we like I am very invested in like knowing about my clients lives like who that just because I just think that one it's important for me to know so that when we converse and when I understand I just think it's good to know about well it's your job to know my job yeah you you need to help those people navigate 
certain aspects of their life and the only way to find out is to understand the true nitty-gritty and because the vast majority of this journey is psychological you've also not only got to deal with the physical aspects but you've also got to unpack psychological trauma and yeah I just find it really weird and I think I've said this vaguely before in um, a previous episode that like how much (laughs) you know somebody like really well in the sense of like you know exactly what their life entails on a day-to-day basis who Mm. they're friends with what their family's like where they're going on holiday what divorce they're going through you name it you know everything but yet on social media it's just the complete opposite it's like it's just weird and I've always just found it like maybe I read too much into it but I just find it weird when I genuinely know what somebody's like but they behave very differently online yeah but that's that's why I struggle to yeah that's why I struggle to grasp the idea of confidence do you know what I mean because I mean we've both worked with I don't know for example this is a terrible example but like models who Mm. essentially are the epitome of confidence but then when they present themselves in person they are the most neurotic slash unconfident individuals I know yeah and that's very sad because there's been something that's happened with that and I think where confidence I think for myself I think I've never really been very confident in anything and no. it's weird because I was having a conversation with one of our web guys the other day and he and we were discussing like changes in the business and like he always kind of like likes to speak through things with me so he understands it and he was like he was like I don't know why you don't have like massive confidence in this he was like you come across like one of the most and I've obviously like zoom call with him frequently you come across like one of the most confident people and I'm like I literally couldn't feel any more opposite to what Mm. you've just said Mm. and I can't seem to and as I get into my like adult life more and more I can't, the only way I can put it back to is the fact that I am so self-conscious of what I look like. And that is entirely down to how I was brought up and my childhood. Because I was constantly in environments, and this might sound like I'm making digs at certain, but it's true because... I was constantly put in environments where I was judged on what I looked like. Mm. And that's fucked. Like, I don't want, I would never want anybody. And I think so many people ask me quite often, oh, what do you think I look like? Do you think I look better? Or do you know? And I actually really struggle to actually compliment somebody. And I'm not saying that I can't be like, you look amazing and well done. But I struggle to come to it because I'm so concerned about that one comment that somebody can make to you that resonates the whole way through your life or certain comments and there is and it's one of those things where I don't want to say someone oh look you look amazing or you look so skinny or wow Mm. look at your body because I've been so judged upon my whole of my life that the thought of actually saying that to somebody Mark will tell you I literally don't compliment him and it's like a it's really hard for me to do it's not like in my head I'm not thinking Oh yeah, you look really fit, babe. <laughs> like you know, what I mean? oh here Thanks, we go. No, the, uh, now I just want to throw up because I just can't. It's not that I don't have it in me. In my head, you I'm going. You don't have to say anything. It's just the look that you give. Oh me. yeah, okay, the wink, the side. But I think frothing. it's one of these things where people confidence is something where you can shine through in so many different ways. Like I've always been quite good with talking with people that I know or have got to know me. 
and I guess I've been known as always liking to talk, I definitely think, and again, Mark will probably agree, that I'm actually really silent on a day-to-day basis unless I've got to do something and converse about it or speak on a podcast. Mm. Throughout my years, in a way, again... I've kind of silenced myself because of confidence. And that sounds really weird, but it's kind of how I've definitely come to the position that I'm in today, Mm. where I've kind of... Like, I'm sure if you listen to our podcast and you've followed me for years on my own social media, number one, I don't really use it now, but I started with quite a lot of confidence. I used to work with Mm. huge amounts of brands. I used to, you know, get paid and... loads of free shit the whole time you know I would speak on my you know my Instagram I would and then I don't know like I started to speak to people like speak to like myself and my head go oh actually maybe I shouldn't do that or maybe you know what I mean because I wasn't confident in what I was actually doing and I do have a lot of admiration for people that but I guess you've also got to under like you are basing all your confidence off interacting with social media do you know what i mean no like, not at all because so it's the same more... as what were you 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 in your head you're thinking oh dear if i post something like this what's somebody that knows yeah, but you're me just referring back it? to on social media that's like i'm talking about the fact that a if virtual I... a virtual part of your life not the actual physical like real space do you know what i mean no because i'm not confident in my real space either and when i'm around people which i'm confident mm. around then i'll show my true self but I'm always very reserved around people that I don't really know and I don't really want to shine through. I'm not linking it back to... But at the end of the day, Mark, your whole life and my whole life being brought up... Shining through in front of people that you don't know is just, you know, someone being... Extra, uh, what's extroverted and we're not necessarily extroverts extroverts no but I would say that I've also silenced myself over the years like I was I did have very strong extrovert like I've never wanted necessarily or needed people around me I'm very good in my own company I yeah, thoroughly intro- enjoy an introverted individual yes but I can also have extroverted things where I can talk like I'm not completely like yeah, in but a social environment I can be an introverted person is when they are no there's many reserved. definitions don't try and well one of the numerous different individual that is reserved around people that they don't know and then display their true characteristics around people that they're comfortable with yeah, but I don't think my whole confidence is any way linked to social media, but there is nothing that can't, you cannot hide from the fact that, number one, my whole career in this current job and my current profession has been stemmed from being either around people that were well-known or people mm. that were posting on social media. And, like, at the end of the day, it's been literally half of our life now. And it is the way that business runs. It's the way that you communicate with new people. It's the way... And if your confidence is not super, super high or you Mm. don't... It's not like I don't have confidence in what I have to say because I say it, I can say it and write it all the bloody time. Mm. It's just that thing of a fear of somebody judging you Mm. because back in the day when I was very badly bullied at school, like the thought of then taking myself online and disclosing like a lot of my life Mm. and people getting invested in who I was as a person and not really knowing anybody and opening myself up to potential hate or like troll or whatever is like the the worst thing in the mindset of somebody that's been previously bullied like it's like oh my god how can people but I guess you can't escape it though 
because once you start okay, putting Mark, yourself out there... you come across there, like you actually no, have but so I'm much just confidence. Saying, I'm, just, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, but once you, you know, once you put yourself out there in but you a don't very know, public you never space, have. you are opening yourself up for people to, you know, pass comments. Yeah, I know. And it's not something that you should live I'm your life by. I'm not condoning it. But I think and that then, also the thing know, of you can make comments like don't really, you know, do you... You know, don't you don't need to care about what people think about you. But unfortunately, like as a human and your psychology, you are going to some people couldn't give two flying fucks, but they are very small percent. No, Somewhere subconsciously yeah, very... they're thinking about what somebody said to them everybody back in two thousand and eight. Like it yes, everybody does. Yeah, but I think you know everybody it's... does. Like you have to be really like detached from reality to not be upset when people say nasty things to you but i guess you know we've gone from the generation of sticks and stones will break my bones and but words will never hurt me to now words of violence so it's just the times have changed yeah the times have changed and yeah okay like i in the grand scheme of things have probably received over my whole years on social media like 0.01 percent of hate and but the thing is though i've definitely closed myself off to never being receiving it i've mm. definitely been uber conscious of any wording that comes out mark used to be like not in the sense of his face mark's never put his face on social media your instagram crown is like my dad's like it's painful but like mm. it's like you only ever really needed to post clients and it was just... i only ever used i started using instagram for business and only business and i never once whatsoever posted my personal life on it and still... actually no you and jean had some good training videos yeah but those are i mean that was <laughs> You know, in like a yellow vest and like, literally chasing the dream. Um, But I guess like Mark, you've never really opened yourself, but you used Mm. to be, if Mark had an opinion over something at one point, it was kind of like a Joe Rogan situation. Like Mark has, (laughs) you did open yourself. I know, I used to, but, but that's, it's, you know, you, need, it's you used the, to the write whole, without thinking, not in the, the whole, sense of... The whole thing is designed for conflict and and a whole bunch of, you no, know... No, Instagram photo sharing app was never designed for conflict. Not. It, it was, was designed not. to show your highlights, a nice yes, photo I appreciate of your family that, but the, the reality is, is when you crunch the numbers and the data shows that the most... Influ- uh, the most influential and pushed content yeah, is now. divisive and conflictive. So, yes, I used to get certain things used to irk me, and then I used to take to Instagram and be super aggressive. <laughs> no, and, and angry. I fucking told you my opinion. Yes, on that. I know, but here but... you go. People always passing their opinions on, th- you know. But if no, I... it wasn't that, Mark. It's because you s- don't act there. You're sat there. If you could, if we were videoing this, you'd see how fucking itchy Mark's just got because his face is going red. You said. Th- things which I yeah, did not good. agree with online. Well, not agree with. I just thought the to tone wasn't great. It's you, not that, but you shouldn't you don't you don't have to share to thousands of people like a slightly heightened slash aggressive but approach. But that's your to opinion, things. though. There's new millions and millions of people. That no, do you it don't on a need to do basis. that to just be have a good business and get on with your life. You well, don't need to, to be do angry. Just fine. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah, but, doing okay. No, but you, now this is the problem, Mark, because did you not literally nearly get your Instagram account blocked? No, you're making me spin? sound. You're making Mark? me sound. Mark? I'd like I'm like I was like. Mark, you pushing. actually had. I just an said email that spin. I just said <laughs> that spin was uh, done in a, gl- a class environment. Was not as bespoke as one-to-one personal training. Fuck. 
of I just said it in a very, <laughs> you know, aggressive manner, which is fine. And what, three people message back and then no, all of a sudden you're actually, you're actually lying right now because Mark likes to brush over actually no, what it thinks. There were three people messaging. One lady was really He's upset. annoyed now. And um, because her husband was a spin instructor. So, you know, obviously I pushed a few buttons, but nowhere near was my Instagram really taken away just because some random lady disagreed with me. That's the problem is everybody thinks that once we start uh, disagreeing with each other, then then it's, you know, all hell breaks loose when it's just... But like, how is that it's productive? Healthy. It's not good communication. You've already pissed somebody yeah, off. Yeah, I know, but I was young and naive. Like You weren't that fucking young. I was 25, 26 years old. Like, I was young. The frontal part of my, you know, you brain had not even, has not even, had not even formed. Do you know what I mean? So oh, well, like, clearly we've hit a complete nerve point with Mark right now because he seems to sound <laughs> like he's got asthma all of a sudden. Oh, <laughs> You do, because you hate you, it. You, you hate the fact that actually I'm right on that, because I'll go back and find it to prove myself wrong. In fact, Please, just a side show note, us the one thing that I am show very us, This is like the Michael in, Jackson conversation where you were so adamant and yet you were wrong. I wasn't so, wrong. No, Princess Diana was the most famous fucking... He was in the top three and you were like, there's no way. And but you what compared did you Princess Diana and the Queen to no, Michael I Jackson. <laughs> you did. You compared the I Queen said, to Michael Jackson. He said with the top... Five most viewed events in the world, which I was right, and you were—you said I was. I wrong, didn't so. say that you were wrong. I just said that Michael Jackson was not could not be compared <laughs> for hanging a child out the window the same as the Queen. Well, some people would disagree with you. No, honestly, I just think that you just need to lay that to rest, and no MJ fans are fucking. I will sent never lay to rest because I was right, hundred percent correct. No, but the one thing I do have confidence in, and I'm going to say it now. <laughs> No, I'm going to throw you out the window. There is, they see, this is this is the thing. Confidence is, is so multi. Uh, you know, you're not listening to what I'm faceted. saying because you'll actually agree with what I'm saying. The one thing, if you've listened to our life rant like fucking twelve episodes ago, yes. you would have known that we had complete utter shit show with the last place that we were living when we came back from South Africa. It was like a temporary thing. Anyway you'll actually be so surprised and like, what the fuck ofs, but like the fucking thing is still going on. Anyway, the one thing that I'm very confident on, and I created a 90 page Canva presentation to the legal thing that we're now in to prove my fucking point that this woman is delusional and... I just have to say it. I mean, like, because okay. we, we haven't got any has deposit back. So she's been... got th- they've got thousands of pounds of our fucking well, money. Hope, hopefully the lady is not listening to us. And Why the fuck are, would she? And if she is, then know that I am money. right. And I am so... Money. I'm so right. It's not about give me my money. I don't see why I need to be, one, even getting in this situation in the first place. Exactly. Like, two... I hate They completely her renovated the entire, entire property place. and now are claiming it on us. So let's just side note here that she has claimed this will be like the sixth time she's changed the figure on yeah. how much money she wants yeah. started from us. Started off at 1200 pounds and, and now we're at way over 10 yeah, grand. We were like 9000. Oh my we're god, like... it's absolutely absurd and every evidence is her notes on her phone. There's no photo. Oh god, anyway, that's the one thing I have full confidence For in. For somebody who worked at uh, Goldman Sachs in the fine what a dumb individual. I have to You don't have to that. be intelligent to work at Goldman Sachs. I know, though. but like and there's there should a reason be why like she worked at Goldman Sachs level. Brazil. 
fail because I there wouldn't exactly be like say that. There should be some level of requirement to have common sense in which this woman clearly lacks zero. Also, massive liar as well because she's a pathological liar and is a complete fabrication of events. Like she's living in la-la land anyway. Um, she... <laughs> She said to us when we met her, unfortunately, we had the fucking joy of meeting her. She said to us that she was a domestic abuse worker for women that obviously suffered horrific domestic abuse and that she counseled them through. So I was like, oh, wow, like that's a really intense job, point one. Second of all, how remarkable that you're helping. And her husband was a nuclear physicist. Her husband's got no balls anywhere. Your Um, husband's lacking (laughs) testicles. But (laughs) upon later um, investigation, we found out that the husband just runs a blog. Yeah, a blog where like we've got like anyway. And second of all, her job was nothing to do with domestic abuse. You absolute fucking lie. Who fucking lies about that? Anyway, it was she was an investment banker. Fucking highlights everything. At least know your figures, you dumb. Like, are you dumb? Did you even do yeah, economics? Well, for a person to look at a photograph of a wall that is perfectly fine and, and then, then say it. that they need to renovate, it shows me that they lack common sense. If anyone that listens to this is a landlord, like, I, I would love to... I just... The whole situation, like, we're not going to buy for another, like, couple of years, two, three... In fact, I don't really know if I really want to buy a house. I don't want to be stuck somewhere at the moment. Mm. Anyway, but... Um, we're like, okay, well, like, if you're, we've got such bad experiences with landlords, I've just been like to know if, like, anybody else who's a tenant out there is no, I don't think so, because I guess, like... This woman's delusional. I think there's one in a million like her. The agents were like, this has never gone to arbitration, so here we she, are. They, even the agents had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I mean, the only people They're that so knew what that was going on agents. was us, because we were the only people that were providing facts. I have to say, though, like I get really the one thing that I got a huge amount of satisfaction from was creating a 90 page presentation and finding out yeah, all the screenshots, receipts, yeah. you name it. Fuck me. I'm going to prove you wrong. And I swear to God, if I've got no legs to stand on, I'm amputating them. I stick by that. Like literally. Anyway, I maybe, can't. Yeah, I just. Blows I just can't my, see yeah. how I, we are not right, but, and but, there but is that no, there is said, no guardian angel. Said, our, our general luck is not great. So well, that's exactly not, not very confident, not, are you? It's just the reality. What? It's that sometimes our luck is not the great, greatest. Well, yeah, but you maybe know? it's because since we got together. <laughs> 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 no, I wouldn't say that I've ever been a lucky individual, I guess. Yeah, for fuck's sake, Mark. Number one, I marry somebody that won't kill spiders in the house because he's equally as scared of them. You know, everything's a living being, Georgia, and it has, you know, a consciousness and, you know, we should be one with nature. Okay, when you go and have another psychedelic experience, you can talk to me about fucking living beings. But when the next time there's a large hedge just, spider on our stairs and you refuse to kill it... I hate spiders so Yeah, much. I know, but I can't... You can't I killed the last one, of, one no. Mark, it was tiny versus what fucking... Yeah, thank goodness we don't live in Australia. Yeah, but people always say that, and like, not one of the people I know in Australia has actually had a spider in their fucking house. That's true. Yes, yeah, like, oh my God, spiders everywhere in Australia. That's it's like, true. no, not really. We've had some big spiders in Zimbabwe. Yeah, the rain spiders in South Africa, but we never really had. No. Where's the beetles. biggest spider that you've ever seen? 
We grew a spider in the uh, in the last. Uh, you grew a spider. Yeah, remember we had that little. Oh spider yeah, the one that we was yeah. There was a spider. We used up to in catch the... uh, all the mosquitoes. What are you talking about? The spider. There the... was no mosquitoes in London. There were uh, market flies, not mosquitoes. Since when the fuck do you have mosquitoes in I London? Don't know, maybe it's just <laughs> like just get your repellent spray from out. From all the and stagnant water the next door after that dude watered his garden ten thousand times a day. Yeah, I don't miss our fucking Whilst old man. <laughs> yeah, gross. I'm so I was so over that. But yeah, they used to water their garden all the time. We used to get flies like, like coming into the house. So annoying. Anyway, I mean, what can you do these days? Um, I just feel like everybody's got a weird neighbour. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess our, our new neighbours are quite nice. We've we've made bonds with the local community. <laughs> the local community, but it's, it, I guess it's. Quite I've nice. been exploited for African labour, like always, but. Oh no! I've. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> You once once have. you once you extend the helping hand, then people tend to bite us. I mean, they're like Mark's oh. one of these people again. Like again, comes down to confidence and just not being a people pleaser the whole fucking time. Because I'm a massive people pleaser, like hugely. I hate it. I hate the fact I'm such a people pleaser, but I'll yeah. just just fucking get on with it. If it pleases you, I'll get on with it. Again, because I feel like you just. I don't but know. you know the thing is, it it comes to the way we've been brought up. Like you've always been taught. Well, I don't know about you, but we were always taught that you know you need to treat people how you want to be treated. So, um, I so you want to go out? Really you want to be nice? <laughs> yeah, you want to be nice. You want to be, you know. Well, you I was. I would say that like part of the community polite, because yeah. then it can sometimes manifest back. You know, as good karma, but. <laughs> that's the airy fairy version the reality is most people will take advantage of you yeah and then you'll end up with like a four grand scam on your cards when you've believed something <laughs> no, literally at the end of the day like we've seen so many like you just don't realize um how much that people just <laughs> you just can't put too much faith in people you don't really know because I just think sometimes it comes back to bite you if you think that if you put your trust in a lot of people. But I also think it's quite a reserved manner. Like, I don't really trust people. I never do. I never have. Like, I'm just not. Yeah, I'm very trust- I don't know. It's one of those things where the, our, line of, our line of work has... Well, I'm very, um, as a person, The I'm thing is, like, you observant. see so many people wish-washing and changing and flip-flopping and lying and... Oh my god, so much acting and a whole bunch of stuff, and just doing saying one thing and acting another way, or you know, around people that you just see everything slightly differently. Yeah, but it's a confidence thing because, like, we were saying the other day, like, just how much, like, when we ever, whenever we've worked with people, some well, some clients who have dealt with, um, you know, morbid, maybe they're morbidly obese when they start with us, that normally, like because they lack confidence in that side and knowing how to manage their way, that it then shines through quite a lot with, like, money talk. I just get it a lot, like, where it's, like, suddenly we're all talking about fucking numbers and you're like, what the fuck? I don't even know you. Like, literally, where it's just, like, it's always a throwaway comment of just money or what somebody's got that can be comparable to you or, you know what I mean? I just, I think it's one of those things we're now living in this world where... 
you just don't know if anybody's fucking confident or not. <laughs> like, yeah, you just. I think go. you've got the I classic like guy who's like if you watch those real estate programs, you know the ones yeah. that we watch about like the Australian real estate. Yeah, like those guys come across like they've got quite a lot of confidence. Yeah, that's I, it. Does look like that, but the, one of the dudes is literally four foot tall. So, <laughs> like. I know, I hate to sound, I hate to be, I hate to be like that, but like in every situation, if he walks into a a nightclub, for example, is he feeling confident? You know, when he's at everybody's belly button. But that's so rude, Mark. You're acting like you're fucking six foot five. Like yeah, I'm six foot. I so. love that. He will never say that you're five foot eleven. What's the what, just explain another side note? What's the f- infatuation with women and men's height? Because statistics. No, no, no. Okay, so go back to like, society. Remember what society single... has passed out for women. Just and men. curious. How tall no. are you? Okay, Mark. Listen. Number one. <laughs> okay. Society has engraved two pathways, okay, for men and women, okay? So for men, it's about being a financial provider and looking after. So this is obviously, I'm not saying now, like, so please don't, if you listen to get a hissy fit. But like, and women, it's the sort of like, look good, wear heels, dress up, fucking be really female and like fucking, you know, girly, itsy bitsy. And the whole thing with heels is like, obviously women like well i don't really like wearing heels because i'm quite tall but Mm. women like to wear heels and so they don't want to be going out with somebody potentially when they put on that pair of heels and even if it's a kitten heel that suddenly they're like towering over if i wore heels i'd be taller than you do women really like wearing heels i just they look so uncomfortable well mark that's because you're you don't like wearing heels but that's personal opinion Yes, of course. And heels that make your legs look so great most of the time as well. Not just mm. like flat trainers that I just like whack my feet into every day. Yeah. But I would say that normally, like, it's a thing about a man being more well, what's it got masculine. What's to do with what? So the taller you are, the more masculine you are. Well, it was this whole thing. What man, Men were made out to be these tall <laughs> caveman creatures. Yeah. I don't know where the women formed, to be quite honest with you. Like, so yes, like, I think height does have this thing, like, it's a bit weird, like, no, remember there's that pianist, is it pianist or a musician, Mm. that Jamie Cullen guy, who married Roald Dahl's daughter, Sophie Dahl, who's, no, I think I'm making that up, who's a model, she's really tall, and it was like, Mm. sorry, it's just comparison of height, and Mm. people always used to judge upon the fact that she was much taller than him, I don't think it's a problem in any fucking way, I think each their own, whatever, it's not bothering me, but I just think it's just something a woman wants, is like, okay, well, maybe they say that before they meet you, so they don't turn up in like a giant pair of stilettos, and they like crush you with the tip, mm, do you know what I mean? And when you say I'm five foot five, then you get ghosted. No, if you say you're six foot, I think you're five foot eleven or five foot ten, to be quite honest <laughs> with you. I just think Mark saying he's six foot is just very convenient to being above the six foot range. Well, we can I've got why well, I've got no benefits in lying. So Should we I'm get quite the happy. Yeah, I'm quite happy for you to measure my No, I'm just saying that six foot just seems quite convenient. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just how tall I am. Well, like, what size do you think your actual feet are? Um, <laughs> I don't know, because my feet because are... Because feet were also related to dick size, let's not lie Jeez. about that. 
Are what? they? Don't even play dumb. I'm actually looking at you like Are you're they? actually holding yourself back here. You're holding yourself back. You know. Yeah, but there's some very, if you, you know, small. If you make that L shape small. with your hands. Oh, Georgia, that's an... That's, that's the length of your dick. Fuck. I mean, when did you grow up? The 1990s? <laughs> like, literally, because that was exactly how people thought. I'm doing the sign now. It's like that loser that people used to put on their head. I don't know. Do you want to measure my dick now? And find no, out? absolutely not. Thank God this is not on camera. God, I won't be able to find it. Right, the... Um... <laughs> joking. But it was I that. Know I know you're joking. I know. Say you're joking one more I'm time. I'm fucking joking. Because yeah. <laughs> you know but... why. What? Because you know yeah. why? Yeah, because you know you joke. Because you're hung like what? A horse? Like a baby holding an apple. <laughs> there you Sorry, go. I just had a moment of just imagining a baby holding an apple. There you go. Just think about it. No, we don't need people to think about your dick no, anyway. Please, no, let's be professional. But shoe size was always related to if you had small feet, then you'd have a small dick. I don't necessarily think it's always about the size of the dick. It's how you use the dick. Yeah, it's not the size of the boat. It's but the then again, I'm the sure ocean. if it's just like a little chode, then it's not going to be the best, is it? That's when sex toys Daniel would Daniel Dessau would uh, <laughs> disagree. Sorry, you would disagree, would you? That's no, clearly Daniel, a No, Daniel, I said Daniel Dessau, the chode is powerful. Oh my god! You cannot dob fucking your friends in because they'll come back and he bite you. He knows he's got a, uh, you know, he's got girth on his side, so you make me feel a bit sick. Can we stop talking about your friends' dicks? Like I know you used to wank each other off at school, but can you just stop? <laughs> like honestly, we like it just it's such lad's school, humor. So, yeah, I mean, oh my god, let's talk about dicks and like porn magazines, like porn magazines. Yeah, but the only people supposedly the only time you watch porn. Mm. Is when your friends send it to you, supposedly. Yeah, in the group chat. In the group chat. Yeah. Yeah. Anything well, else? No. No. <laughs> I just don't believe you. You don't believe me? Why? I just don't. I'm with you in 99%. Yeah, where you're of the on day. your phone, on your laptop. Could be doing anything. Do I look over your shoulder? Well, you've got all the passcodes to No, my I don't need devices, to know. I just, well, so. fuck, do I care that if you know? I'm yes, because I'm sitting directly in front of you during the day watching porn in front of you, just <laughs> out of mild curiosity. Do you know what I mean? Research. And the, all the work that goes on behind the scene just miraculously appears. Oh my God, you know yeah, I've, I've realised today that Mark's just, hormones are just fluctuating. Just browsing And he porn. gets very hypersensitive about no, talking just, about you, things. <laughs> like, as a joke. Because Mark is one that can take, clearly can give it, but just can't take it. Because <laughs> you're getting very, very, as I said, the asthma's coming about again, do you know what I mean? Where you're, you just get very defensive over not, things like this. No, it's just... Oh, where do you think all the work gets done? Exactly, like... like in between yeah, I'm just my sitting porn here watching porn. Yeah, my porn breaks. No, it is one of those things where I just think lads, I mean, it's so stereotypical, like a picture of like some rock hard tits and like, like fucking what their teacher used to you look know, like. You know, everybody, history. each to their own, Georgia. You know, different horses for different courses. We can't, we can't uh, pass judgment or comments. You know, there's <laughs> people out there that making no, million can, pounds a month. I think you can fucking have... You know, um, there's a woman selling f farts in a jar and she's making 70 grand a month. So there's, you know... There's um, a lot of people making much more money than that, but that's... Yeah, I mean, come on. It's just one of the... It's just the day and age that we're in now. 
Yeah, again, I don't really think we can, you know, you should be able to be entitled to your opinion. I just don't think, I just don't like the fact of how much people share their opinion to multiple people. Like, you can sometimes just have your opinion and keep it to yourself or mm. have your opinion and keep it to you and your partner or, you know what I mean? You don't need to then go and necessarily, like the same with your spin thing online, here we go, Mark's asthma pumps coming back out, where you didn't need to necessarily share your rage no, over thought. And that's why, I've, uh, that's why I've stopped doing it because it's not really getting, it doesn't really get you. No, anywhere. it doesn't. It only, and negativity breeds negativity. Like, as you always say, what did your dad used to say? If you argue with a fool, an you, ar- are a fool, a fool. you are a fool. Exactly. And it's the same with like if you ever, you know, if you receive stuff, like there's just, I don't even engage with it. But Mark somehow still secretly likes to engage with people that. Do I? Yeah. Like. Yeah, but there's there's a, there's a fine line. Right yeah, but there's if if somebody is saying something that's not factually correct, then you know any person with half a brain cell would be open to learning something that is factually correct. Absolutely so, not, because no people come to learn, Mark. Unfortunately. Yeah, but learning is long but gone. But you it's have like, to you have to be able to to combat disinformation and fake news by providing people with something that is you know st- you're saying you don't believe any kind correct. of conspiracy theory i'm not saying that but i'm just saying that like i don't <laughs> go around i don't go around like pushing conspiracy theory on people like as it's the gospel and you know if if i've ever been pre- presented with better information or, or something that is more factual than than the current narrative i'm very, very open to you know i just don't see the mindset. point of like you're just like you're like if you're literally losing time like we can't get any time back do you know what i mean and when you have a conversation to try and either prove yourself right or to educate somebody i think sometimes there is no fucking yeah point. sometimes there's like you flogging a dead horse. Do you yes, know I mean? and you like, still, but this is what I mean. When can you not see that? You know, if somebody's coming in angry, yeah, or I'm they're already, to, you're never going to change yeah, that just, person's yeah, opinion. You've got to just, you know, that's really sad, though. <laughs> it is quite sad. It's really sad, though. But then also, like, like, you are, it's like you raging, going in and raging at a lawyer. Do you know what I mean? And then just they just going, yeah, okay, fine, you're right. Or do you know what I mean? It's like, no, that's wrong. That's not what the the law stipulates. Blah blah blah. Yeah, but blah, there's blah. no law behind people like. That's but there are problem. certain things within our industry that are non-debatable. Do you know what I mean? You can't really. There's no. Okay, I really can't actually get onto the topic of this. You can go no, on to of something like not. Bio No, but I'm just really saying there are them. certain things that are not really debatable. It's been proven and scientifically proven and any yeah other but the fact is is that why do you need to say it? you just literally read it because I, I have a hundred percent say that every time that you've but sometimes either conversed silence, back with it it's either ends up with you raging yes i know but silences can sometimes be absolutely not not on social media it shows just you that you've got something to hide or that what, what you're saying is not no, factually correct just let them fucking say what they want I know. If you engage with any of it, it's like sometimes 
you know they always used to say that when a, cat, a woman was like catcalled like to then just tell them to fuck off like and that just enrages them more to be even more twatty than what they were in the first mm. place it's the same thing and like you're not gaining anything from that you're not gaining anything you're going to be left annoyed point one just by random these people don't know you they don't know anything about you they don't know anything about your business they clearly don't know anything about like evidence-based training and nutrition but at the end of the day what is the fucking point they're not going to become a client they're not going to be helpful in any way they're just go there to make your life a little bit more testing yeah yeah and i just don't understand like not once when you have communicated back on either a comment on a post or a story or a request or whatever where you've actually had a positive outcome in Um, fact mark once had a conversation with somebody about neat which is walking and steps but the guy (laughs) didn't agree so much that he wrote such a bad google review on us that it fucked our whole facebook page so again it's not (laughs) correct and like we are not like you can't you know it's not my fault it is what it is like i don't hold (laughs) you know a speci- I don't hold, hold a biased opinion to, to things that are factually correct. It's just science, and that's how science works. It's like when you take an apple and you drop it, you know gravity is going to pull it towards the yes, ground. Yes, babe, but you've got somebody so that's messaging you, you, no, Mark. Yeah, but why? The but this reads, is the thing is, why should somebody who's ill-informed bully somebody who is just trying their best to help people grasp an understanding and this is the this is the problem that we have with the industry in the first place please don't interrupt me but this is the this is (laughs) the this is the this is the problem with the industry is that there's so many false narratives out there and if certain people don't stand up for what is factually and scientifically proven then the process is never going to get better the reason why there's so much disinformation is that everybody's singing off a different hymn sheet I'm gonna completely and the only way that we we can we can help people on a global scale the general population combat obesity is by s- saying certain things that are similar okay point one never going to happen yeah, ever in the history that, of that it is, but weight that's... management or anything like that I know. But I'm Being not... the one that deals the majority of the nutritional things, do you know what I mean? You just won. You're never going to make everybody happy. So there's no point trying. Two, all of our information that we have ever produced is factually fucking correct. Exactly. Now, if you get a message from somebody saying, neat doesn't equal walking, you dumb fuck, yeah? <laughs> Do you think that it's even worth educating somebody that already thinks that neat doesn't yeah, even equate know, to it's like, going to for some steps or I being know, more active? I, I'm not saying that you're right. You are correct, and I'm hence the reason why I'm. Babes, I'm we know that, that the correct. fun, the, the boring shit, in yes. its own way, subconsciously sells, but. The good shit is the one that things are added on, bonuses, miracles, fucking... Yeah, I know, but it's fine. It is the way it is. We can't change that. We can just take our segregated group of community of individuals and just try and help them the best that we can. But I'm long goes the days where you actually feel like you can actually please that many people online. You know, I've learned it over the years. Like, I'll post something that's got animal products in. I'll get a vegan messaging me saying, I deal with vegans on a day-to-day basis as clients. 
difference. But I'll get somebody messaging me saying, why have you only put animal protein? It's like, fuck, I'm so sorry. Like it's- Yeah, you can't cater can't to everybody. Can't cater and... always. Like, and I think for so long, we have tried to really cater for everybody. It just doesn't work. Like at the end of the day, like you're going to get people that agree with you. They're going to get people that disagree with you. Yeah. There's so much personal experience mixed so in with it. So what do we do when we get those messages? Do we just delete them? I mean, you can have it fucking on the thing. Like, I don't, we don't, we haven't really got that many. COVID was really bad for aggressive messages. Like, because people were just like sat on their phones, just angry that they couldn't go uh, yeah, for a walk. Like, if, like the person that disagrees with somebody and then goes on to then just, who's never purchased a service or, or anything like that. And you go and write a bad review. Don't be a loser. If no, you've done his, that, his review don't was be like these dumb fucks. No, I remember. Yeah, don't these be a dumb loser. fucks think that um, walking will help yeah, you lose weight. Just, like you know what I mean? It's just like something like oh just God, assess, just, just look in the mirror and just funny. realize that if you do do that or have done that, you're a loser and you need to f- sort your life out because. But it's also, just... I've got a massive problem as to why people, confidence, ne- like going back to confidence, confidence is never going to grow in somebody if you carry on targeting and like putting them down like significantly. Like you can't expect like um, somebody to feel comfortable, com- like, comfortable or confident around you if you're constantly judging other people mm. and an- like analyzing the way people look you don't even know. Like, as I've said, and I said at the start of this, like mm. I find it really hard to even actually say anything about the way somebody looks to somebody, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, you know what? That, what number one, that opinion could really affect somebody for like the rest of their fucking life. Yeah, but is that because you... Until like, you don't even you know was, these people, why do you analyse them so much? Are you much? talking about in a negative way? So, what do like you mean? saying to somebody, uh, judging on someone's appearance ba- in a negative way. Or yes, in a I find way. that like I find the fact that people analyse and think that they know, like I don't know what somebody looks like, and they look different if they smile in this way, and they do all of this, and their face looks clapped if it felt, you know, it's like fucking hell. Do you know what I mean? You're comparing yourself to a supermodel. Some people say some crazy stuff. And I've yeah. listened to it, my God, and it's not something that I really enjoy listening to because it actually infuriates me. Because I kind of think like, who the fuck are you to be picking apart the way somebody looks? And it's the same with, I think I have, as I said before, like had huge amounts of judgment in how I've looked and I am hypersensitive to it Mm. with the way people speak about others. Like it just, it doesn't sit well with me. And I just don't think it should be something that should be allowed to be done all the time. And like that people feel entitled to like, you can't like pick apart a celebrity who, literally one number one will never have one brain cell that fucking stimulates you in their head you know what i mean you have no life with them you've got no connection to them and having worked with individuals that were well known that had huge amounts of insecurities that's what it was fucking from was the fact that so many people are judged about what they look like what their teeth were like what their smile you know what i mean what their skinniness and fucking what look that they were so hypersensitive and really insecure because they were like, fuck, I can't be seen in this angle just in case that I look a certain way. Mm. And I can definitely resonate with it because I think for somebody who's been very overweight and like constantly just judged upon for being fucking fat, like very overweight and having a number of different issues, bringing up the way that I look now is just something that I'm just like, 
number one, just fuck off. Nobody asked you. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. And I just think it needs to be more of a thing where, no, I don't think people are for people and people should lift others up. Like, if you've got nothing nice to say, just don't fucking say it or keep your opinion to yourself or to your very small group of individuals surrounded you. You know what mm. I mean? You can share it, but just don't share it to multiple people. And I think also just understand that, like, being confident does take, you know, you're not always going to be confident in every aspect of your life. I think it's actually humanly impossible. Mm. Like... I can't mm. see how. I don't know. I, I just think I if know. you're just confident in absolutely everything, you must be just. I, as delusional. I said, I've never seen it, even in. Like, delusional in a positive way. Like, imagine being super confident in everything that you yeah, did I'm and just jealous, never. Jesus. But, like, isn't, isn't that borderline narcissism? You know I, I mean? think but confidence comes from believing in yourself. And if you can believe and have enough yes men around you, and what I mean by that, like we always say, like in politics, for example, like they're surrounded mm. by a bunch of yes men, which are like, yeah, you're so fucking amazing. Woo, go you. And they're like fucking up the whole country. Like those people are going to go, yeah, I'm really good at my job. Just like Liz Truss thinks mm. she successfully achieved something in the last 49 days. Do you think days. it's all like, like you said, if you get surrounded by like individuals, like they just say you're amazing all the time and everything, so cool and then you that's yeah but we've said this before that our from. ego grew when a lot of people were like that with us constantly with our jobs do you know what I mean and that's where sometimes you actually need to take yourself down a peg and just go like fuck like you're so irrelevant like I don't think that's probably like really not confident way of saying it but like I just I, I, I think that being surrounded by people yeah your environment's key point one you don't want to be around mm. a load of people that don't help you i'm not saying that my yeah. way of dealing with things is the best way no. but and when it comes to a coach i'm i'm overly confident in helping people achieve their goals and making sure that they stay on track and they fucking mm. do achieve them and they get the best benefit from them yeah. but it's not to say that myself i'm super confident in everything I can obviously hold a conversation that's about, you know, the most that I feel, you know, but it's not to say that, you know, you, as I said, like you kind of silenced yourself over the years, even though it's kind of weird, like. Yeah, I guess confidence also comes from repetition, though, surely. Repetition, and the same as like step, like, as I said, like the most basic example would be, you know, I'm going to, I need to get better at my eating so I'm more confident that I can lose weight or manage my weight. Mm -hmm. Well, you're stepping over the line of keeping track of your food or making sure that you're eating, you know what I mean, ticking mm -hmm. the boxes. Mm -hmm. You're then going to equally become more confident. Like, we know that before any kind of change in your life, it's going to be daunting. And if nothing changes, mm -hmm. nothing fucking changes. So it's about finding that balance where, you know, if you want to feel confident in something, you've got to repeat it. It's an action that just mm. happens. Do you know what I mean? You've just got to keep on repeating it to then understand. And enjoying it, I think, to a certain degree. Like, like when I first went on Canva to create an infographic. Confidence is <laughs> a, you could say, what is it, like a positive emotion. So there needs to be Behavioral certain change. levels of enjoyment and value found in whatever you want to be confident in like you think of anybody that's confident in their given uh, profession and to a certain degree really enjoys what they do 
Yeah, like I would say that I'm very confident in what I know and how I can help people. But my biggest downfalls would be like the fact that I don't really like to market myself much. I hate it. Like I just, I don't know what it is. I've just been brought up to always, as you said, like kind of the same with the way Mark was brought up, which was don't speak unless you're spoken to. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't really like that. My parents would always say children are meant to be, what is it? Silent. <laughs> no, children are heard, meant to be. Uh, seen, not heard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's seen, it. Not seen or not heard. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But it's complete opposite for most people's children. <laughs> but, yeah. but I do think like I, I have my downfalls and it all comes down to your own personal insecurities, whether you're fucking got a really successful business or not. You're going to have some insecurity somewhere it's just overcoming those the best way you possibly can mm. and i think you know just the same as i say like when i first ever did an infographic on canva really random loads mm. of people like i was fucking shit like i look at it now i'm like how the fuck did i ever upload something that looked that terrible mm. and now you progress to where you are where you can actually develop something that's just a very basic way of being more confident in something you do on a day-to-day -day basis yeah but it's just, I think you need to have the courage within yourself and to just overcome certain hurdles so that you do become more confident. And I don't think, you know, coming to the summarise at the end of the podcast, like, yeah, confidence I don't think is it's action, something though. that, you, you know, know. You have to action stuff to be confident and... And some things you won't, you won't. Waiting to be confident or waiting for motivation is not is not. Yeah, a but I also think, in the sense of just like in general, like don't ever think that like those that you think might be very confident things are entirely yeah. confident, or they didn't take a huge amount of risk, or they they haven't got huge insecurities elsewhere. Or they're just pretending to be confident. Yeah, it's very good. You can just act. fake it until <laughs> you make it. Is what they say. Yeah, I know. I just think it's important that somebody's confidence can be really damaged by what people say to them as well. So, you know, that can really affect people who have had their confidence knocked like time and time again mm. to actually like ever take something good on board. But I just think it's a, th a, it's a thing of management. It's the same with what you look like, you mm. know. At the end of the day, body confidence, I think, has been abused in every way in the sense of like body confidence doesn't mean that you're necessarily overweight or underweight or fucking normal it just comes yeah, down to the fact that being, you actually are comfortable in your own skin it's being hijacked that whole yeah that's for another narrative day. but yeah yeah it shouldn't be synonymous with you know being a suit and shape it just comes down to yeah because actually you'd probably say that if you were when you were at your lean like I would say that I feel like much more confident in myself. Like I've been incredibly consistent mm. in the past, you know, few months and mm. like I feel a lot better in myself now that my environment's better and yeah, I feel sure. like yeah. much more confident in myself because I've overcome certain things within my environment to make sure that I'm, you know, I feel great mm. in myself. But it doesn't mean that like when I've been like my leanest or exercised the most or mm. fucking eating less calories that I've ever been like the happiest in any way. Like, and I'd say that you probably see the same. But the what's same. the difference? Is happiness and confidence the same thing? Though? No, I don't think it's necessarily the same thing. But I think, like, I think there's certain body, things like where you are like body wise. When I was an active competitor, was I confident? Like, when I was two weeks out, a week out, was I confident in the way that I looked? Like, I guess to the general, to a general population, yes. Because you just know that you're in really good shapes. But there's no like... 
But would you yeah, be no, confident no. necessarily, like against the people that either you're competing to or the judges that pick apart? No, because that because be... then we because then I guess in in that environment, um, you know. I remember there was one Halloween party where basically I was asleep upstairs. It was at Damien's house and I was asleep upstairs. And everybody was having a, a full-on, full-blown Halloween party, getting really stuck into it. And I was woken up by a bunch of the lads who were like, dude, you know, they were obviously gacked off their faces. They were like, dude, we want you to sh do like a little show. So, like, we want you to basically pose because everyone says that you're in ridiculous shape, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, oh, just for lols, why am I, you know, oh do you know what God, I mean? So I got happened. up at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning for everybody that was absolutely off their faces. So, like, in that kind of sense, when downstairs, there were, like, 60 people still there. And I did, like, a, I just did, a, like, a posing routine in front of all these people that were off their faces. Well, Mark so there's confidence there. The there's confidence there in that sense, because not that many people. I know it sounds very strange, but... Yeah, it sounds fucking bizarre. I know, it is what it is. Um, but but no, then when you standing on stage, there's no, I have, as Georgia said, she's seen my posing videos and the, I lack confidence. So it, it's, it's something that is. No, but you didn't lack confidence in your shape. You like, cause with bodybuilding, you've got to pose properly and where you lacked confidence cause you didn't practice enough and you didn't properly have a proper posing coach, the amount you should have yeah. in your last competition. You just did not bring it to the stage the way your physique brought it to the stage. Oh, cause it's fucking that. embarrassing and cringe, isn't it? Like just yeah, even Mark actually. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. Knew, only one person's ever seen that. Oh yeah, but, well. Then I, anyway, uh, we'll leave it at that. Mark likes to twirl around on stage occasionally. Um, <laughs> but I'm. I don't I'm, know. I think I've got it in me to compete, maybe at some point. I've been thinking about it. it just depends. Like life is more important than yeah. being an athlete at the moment. Um, but, um, it takes too much fucking time. <laughs> uh, it takes there's the same amount of time in every day. It's just. No, it's not, Mark, life, when you've got to uh, do, like, two hours of fucking posing a day yeah, to make sure you don't look like you on stage. Like, literally. <laughs> you really know how to knock somebody's confidence. Oh, fuck off, day. Mark. Yeah, it says the one that you know that you didn't bring it to the stage because your fucking judges said it. Jeez, <laughs> we're really digging. It's not about confidence. It's about the fact you didn't practice, yeah. did you? And I lack confidence because I didn't practice. No. Yes, yeah, so there we go. I do think step over, have to give yourself some courage to do something and the confidence will grow. But again, don't take false confidence as necessarily a sense of anything great. But anyway, yeah. uh, that's the podcast today. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? I don't know. I feel like we're talking about quite a lot. Um, um. Um, I love it. Is there anything else? No, there's nothing that comes to Do you want to talk it. about the gentleman at the gym today? No, Mark, we don't Is need that to it for another day? That's for another day. When we have really a nice guy, not a negative experience. thing, but... Uh, interesting. Yeah, just, uh, just You're just desperate to talk about it. No, 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 no but no, when we'll... we go on our retreat with him for a psychedelic <laughs> retreat, <laughs> we'll yeah. come back to you yeah. as a new person yeah. with some goddess shining over my <laughs> <Yeah>. head. <laughs> Anyway, the Peruvians will be with us the soon. Right? Anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening. We'll be time. back soon. Bye. Bye.